Dear patient, hello. My name is Dr. John Keenan Fanning, and I am here to talk to you today about opioid use disorder. In this episode, I am going to talk about the risks of opioid use. I hope to address both the risks of opioids themselves, as well as some of the risks that come from how you use opioids. As this episode addresses the risks of opioid use, I want to ensure you that my goal is to educate you. Some of the statistics I talk about are scary, but my purpose with this episode is to give you the knowledge to empower yourself. So let's get going. To start with, I want to stress how many opioid-related deaths there are. In Canada, there have been over 30,000 deaths from opioid overdose since 2016. Not only is this number incredibly high, but the rates of these deaths are increasing, especially after the COVID pandemic. While all opioid overdose deaths are tragic, these numbers are exceedingly high in young, healthy people who typically do not have such a high risk of death. In the United States in 2020, there were more deaths from opioid use than there was from gun violence, stabbings, fire, smoke inhalation, drownings, car crashes, and allergies all combined. And it was the number one cause of death in individuals under the age of 50. These statistics are a large part of why I made this podcast, and these deaths are all preventable. So what is causing all these deaths? The majority of these deaths are caused by overdose. As I mentioned in an earlier episode, opioids turn off your brain, you stop breathing, and unless there is someone there to help you keep breathing, the lack of oxygen can rapidly lead to major brain injury or death as a result. The risk of overdose are further increasing as the supply of illegally manufactured opioids is shifting. There is a growing amount of very, very strong opioids that are finding their way onto the streets. The classic example is carfentanil, which is 10,000 times stronger than morphine. When opioids are this strong, it may take as little as a grain of sand or two of opioid to cause an overdose. Because this opioid is so potent, the people supplying this drug may not be able to refine this opioid to the correct dose. This means that while two pills may look the same, they can contain wildly different amounts of opioid, and one may cause an overdose while the other will not. Because of this risk, we recommend not using opioids. But if you are using these drugs, remember to take a test dose, have someone nearby to help if you accidentally have an overdose, and have an naloxone kit handy. All of these things can help reduce harm. Now that I have discussed that opioid overdoses are causing so many deaths, what are the risks if you've already experienced an overdose and survived? From an emergency perspective, Someone who presents to the emergency room after an accidental overdose and survives, the chance that they die in the next year rises to the same as your average 82-year-old woman. Putting that into perspective, this means that if a healthy 19-year-old girl accidentally overdoses on opioids and survives, she suddenly has the same chance of dying in one year as an 82-year-old grandmother. Now, let's compare that same healthy girl to another girl her age. She is over 100 times more likely to die in the next year than her counterpart who did not overdose. And they are both completely healthy. 
These numbers would continue to get worse for anyone who has additional medical conditions that could make these numbers worse. Well, these numbers are scary. If you get onto treatment, your risk of death goes way down. So stay tuned to learn more about how some treatments can actually prevent against overdose, specifically buprenorphine. Before I change topics completely from overdose, I want to remind you that other people can use your opioids and maybe they are not aware of what they are taking. I think it's important to remind everyone that you need to keep your medications stored safely where others cannot access them. And as a reminder, remember to dispose of any unused opioids by returning them to the pharmacy. So we've talked a lot about overdose. Now let's talk about a few risks that exist based on how you use opioids. The first risk I would like to talk about is the risk that the drugs you are taking are not opioids. While I have already talked about the risks of overdosing on opioids, many other substances are being sold on the streets that are labeled as opioids and they are not. These extra medications can range from baking soda to your grandmother's heart medications to other substances like methamphetamine. While I cannot cover every medication that might be mixed in with what you are taking, I can point out that it is very hard, if not impossible, to know what you are taking unless you obtain it through legal means. If you are using substances from the unregulated or illegal drug market, you should always take a test dose before using more. Additionally, if you are using substances from the illegal market, I will mention that there is a company based out of Vancouver called Get Your Drugs Tested. You can mail a very small amount of your drugs to this company and they will test your drugs for you and tell you what you are taking for free. They can be found on their website, getyourdrugstested.com. Additionally, there is a similar service out of Victoria at substance.uvic.ca. The next risk I would like to talk about is the risk of infection. These infections can be life-threatening, and many of them are transmitted by IV drug use. However, some are also transmitted by sharing smoking equipment, such as the infection hepatitis C. The main way to protect against these infections is using clean supplies. Specifically, I'm going to talk about clean IV supplies here. Remember, you need to use a clean needle every time. And secondly, you need to clean the injection site every time. You may have heard of many of the serious infections, such as HIV AIDS and hepatitis, that can be transmitted by sharing needles. But also, you can have bacteria that grow on a needle after use. As such, once a needle has been used, it should be thrown away. You should certainly never share needles among individuals. But additionally, even after you use a needle, you should never reuse that needle for fear that there's bacteria growing on it which could be introduced to your bloodstream. So for these reasons, use a clean needle every time. But now that we've talked about the needle, let's talk about the skin where you inject. If there's a lot of bacteria on that skin, you can push that into the bloodstream, much like having bacteria living on the needle. For this reason, you should clean the skin before injecting. A simple alcohol swab can be very effective at cleaning the skin overlying where you plan to inject. One final type of infection to be aware of is serious lung infections caused 
by vomiting when your brain starts to shut down. If this vomit goes into the lung, it can lead to life-threatening infections. For this reason, if you see someone who has overdosed and they start to vomit, roll this person on their side so their vomit can leave their mouth rather than go into their lungs. Now that we've covered infections, I want to remind you that what you are doing while taking opioids may be dangerous. Examples such as driving while intoxicated can lead to car crashes, and in this case, you are exposing others to these risks. Additionally, things that require fine motor coordination, such as using power tools, should also be avoided. This episode was a long one, but I want to remind you in closing to remember that knowledge is power, and with this knowledge, you can help yourself. We, as a medical community, are here for you. I want to remind you that you can always reach out to us. No matter how alone you feel, remember, you are not alone.